Okay, so um, this is the start of Music and More, the podcast uh, featuring me, obviously. Um, and on today's episode, we're also going to be having Pete Fletcher on, who's a very good friend of mine, who I'll introduce very shortly. But first, I'm going to do a bit more talking, because <laughs> that's what I'm like. But yeah, um, this has been a long time coming, this uh, well, it certainly feels that way anyway. I suppose it's only been a couple of months since I spoke about the idea of doing something like this. But actually seeing it through to starting it and creating something is an entirely different matter, obviously. So it's it's very easy to have all the ideas in the world, uh, as everyone knows. But actually following through with them and, you know, coming up with something that, that works is another thing. So that's what we're doing today. Um, you know, we're going we're gonna to try and loosely... It's just, you know, it's not going to be any sort of really formal thing. It's going to be a loose format, um, conversations about about different things across, you know, the whole series of podcasts. Um, but generally, you know, we want to talk about lots of things to do with the music and to do with the listening parties um, and to do with what I'm up to, the reunion shows, all those sorts of things. Okay, so as I say, we'll be having different people on at different points, but um, Pete is definitely going, to, definitely going to be a regular contributor and often co-host, probably most of the time, depending on his availability. Um, but yeah, the, the good thing about Pete is Pete reached out to me when I started talking about doing the podcast. Um, he has experience with his own podcast, which he's not allowed to plug. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Pete, tell us a little bit about yourself and you know why you, well, why you ended up messaging me, all those sorts of things. It'd be interesting to hear about that. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Adam. So yeah, uh, my name is Pete. I do a podcast for a tech company, which is kind of boring. And so, Adam, I am allowed to plug it, but I think it's kind of boring. So I don't think your audience really gives a crap about uh, data center technology. So, uh, But yeah, the, the commonality here, the common ground is that, yeah, I do podcasting, but I also love the music. I love all music, but I've always been a huge fan of the music. And so I was pretty jazzed when I saw you going on Twitter and sharing videos. And then you mentioned uh, you mentioned at one point you were going to do a podcast. So I certainly DM'd you and said, hey, if you ever need any tips, you know, love to uh, share what I know. And uh, since then, you and I have been chatting quite frequently. And uh, yeah, I'm, and, and when you invited me to join you uh, on some of these episodes, I definitely was uh, pretty stoked about that. So I've got a million questions as a fan of the music, and mm-hmm. I'm sure I'll be you know, a big pain in the ass to you constantly well, asking you these things, but no, hey, that's, that's, uh, that, it'll be fun. That's brilliant. You know what I mean? Because that's what, that's, what's going to be good about having you on is I like the idea of having sort of a fan's perspective of what sort yeah. of questions to ask, um, you know, all those sorts of things. And obviously you've got your own experience running podcasts and uh, steering people onto things that might be interesting for them to talk about. And we all know yeah. anyone who's watched my YouTube videos, Knows how much how much my mind wanders, but I think another th- another thing that's important to say as well, from my point of view anyway, is um, as everyone knows, when I was making those YouTube videos and talking about the podcast, I, I was in quite a different sort of headspace, if you will. And Pete especially reached out to me at a time. Um, well, it's, it's hard to describe really, but he reached out to me at a time where I need. I, I sort of I was really craving someone to share ideas with at a creative level and you know on the podcast and all those sorts of things and just to be honest to listen to me rant about things which we all know I can do although I've not actually done that yet really on one of the YouTube (laughs) videos and I will refrain from full-on rants because no one needs that but bless Pete he has sat and listened to me talk about all sorts of stuff (laughs) but you know uh, I respect him a lot for that because you know he's, he's sort of been there for me to talk about whatever I want and 
you know, I've, I often worry about how, how I come across, especially to, to, to new people that I meet, um, because I can be quite intense. Um, and, you know, sometimes speaking to me, if you suffer from anxiety, it's not really a good thing if I'm in a certain <laughs> frame of mind because I can, you know, I can make people get overexcited about things. But yeah, Pete, it was Pete's been really good in terms of listening to my ideas and also as well, um, I, you know, I'm not being funny. I don't have a clue about any of this stuff in terms of, you know, how even to get a podcast off the ground. So that's um, the really great thing about Pete, as well as the fact that he is now, you know, quite a good friend and stuff. So, and we do, we do chat a lot anyway, not just about the podcast and stuff. Um, yeah. And it was nice the other day, actually, Pete, Pete rang in on a Zoom when I were writing a song um, and, sat and watched me for about an hour I think just right I was, oh, was I was great. planning on talking to him that <laughs> we were planning on having a conversation but I was on the guitar and I was like oh just let me finish this and then an hour later I was like oh I'm off now <laughs> so, <laughs> just been playing guitar. so you know what's funny about that is like uh you have to imagine so like I have you know Adam you and I have been pretty good friends for a little bit now so yeah I, I definitely consider you a good friend mm-hmm. but you have to you have to put yourself in the perspective of somebody who has been a huge fan of the music for a while and I I can remember years ago just having my own thoughts like I wonder what it would have been like to be in that studio when they were coming up with, you know, like the very beginning, you know, the dance and, and all the, the, the big songs from, from disco, all those albums and how you created that stuff. Take the long road. And I thought, man, it must have been pretty amazing to watch that stuff, you know, come to life. And so, yeah, when, the other day when we were just sitting on the call and you're just like picking at your guitar and coming up with something that I thought was like freaking brilliant. Uh, yeah, that that was actually kind of cool to do. So, yeah, I, I, uh, I enjoy that. That was pretty cool. It, well, it, it was good for me as well, actually, because um, obviously, I mean, usually when I've wrote in the past, a long time ago with, with the music, you know, there was people sort of sat there, you know, other lads, the other lads saying, oh, yeah, that's cool or whatever. And then when you're sort of doing it on your own with no one else around, it, it you know, you, you rely solely on your own, um, well, opinion of how something sounds or whether something's worth pursuing those sorts of things so it was yeah. as, I've, as I've said in a previous video actually seeing your own work or ideas at that stage through someone else's eyes um can give you a, a very different perspective on it a fresh perspective not not that necessarily will change your mind ultimately but that as I say might let you you see it in a, in a certain way that will give you different ideas. So it that was good. I enjoyed that. And like I say, you know, yeah. it, um, it was, and some good stuff came out of that as well. So, so the big question for me is, uh, why a podcast? Oh, that's a very good question. That that's a very good question. See, this is why you're on Pete. See, yeah, <laughs> uh, now. Why a podcast? So it was a, as a result of the YouTube videos. I think primarily the first one, History One. I think it was. Yeah. So I put History One out. Um, and that, you know, it's a long conversation, this really, because it, it was a very organic process in, in that the original history video, the first one, was born out of a necessity to answer lots of people's questions. I got frustrated with the character count on Twitter. You know, it, it, it just, I've got so much to say and it just took so long to answer everyone's questions individually and given the, the appropriate context that the question deserved that I thought, well, okay, I'll... I'll make a YouTube video then because at least I can talk for longer there. And, you know, as long yeah. as I link it into my Twitter, um, everyone who's asking me these questions on Twitter or on YouTube will will hopefully see it and they'll be able to watch it. And I think that first video got some, it's got a really good reaction. Um, 
So as a result of that, anyway, quite a few people, including um, our manager, Tim Viggum, who I will be getting on actually at some point, he turned around to me and said, well, he texted me on WhatsApp and said, you should, you should do a podcast. And that's the moment I was like, um, all right, well, what is a podcast? <laughs> so <laughs> that, exactly, yeah. So then Tim and the rest of the lads on the group chat sort of explained to me, you know, because, you know, don't get me wrong, I don't struggle to get my head around things, but it's just something yeah. that I wasn't aware of. You know, I was saying to you, Pete, I've, it's not like I don't even have Spotify and that sort of stuff. I've, I don't, you know, I've only <laughs> just recently started getting into social media um, and only as a result of the listening party, really, which again is a conversation in itself. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, why a podcast is, it, I, I can say more, I think, um, and I don't know, I think it might be more accessible for people, yeah. I think. For so, so the format being longer is, is helpful? Yeah, exactly. That's, yeah. yeah, pretty much, as I say, once that was explained to me how it worked, because I was just like, well, why can't I just keep doing the YouTube videos? You know, I know that I'm comfortable with yeah. it. I can just do it on my they're phone. They're great. Yeah, exactly. They're that, great. And you, you do them on your phone and, and they're good quality video, good quality audio. And yeah, I think they serve a good purpose, so for mm-hmm. sure. Well, yeah, I mean, they're going to serve as a foundation for what these podcasts will become, I think. I mean, again, that's another conversation in itself, what these podcasts will become. But it's not something that I'm going to get too lost in because it can be an, it can be a, a purely organic thing that develops yeah. as we do it. You know, the people who are going to want to actively listen to this will do so when we inform them that it's out. Do you know what I mean? So... Sure. I've not been worried about making this like a product or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? This is literally yeah. just an opportunity for me um, to to talk more about the things that, to be honest, people seem interested in me talking about. You know, because that that's another thing. Oh, yeah. Is I had no. It sounds strange, but I had no idea that. Well, I don't think it sounds strange, really. I just think it sounds unnarcissistic. But I had no idea that anyone would be interested in anything that I had to say let alone that's hilarious well and you've said that many times um and it still hasn't sunk into me the fact that you know people want to hear what i've got to i I know it's born as a result of interest in the music and that's fine because uh you know i have i have a strong interest in that but but you know the point being anyway that this just seems like a good way of uh taking uh, developing what i'm doing with the youtube videos it seems like a logical step i like it i like it yeah and you know Early on, we talked about, uh, well, for one, obviously, the stuff that you have to talk about is pretty interesting, especially for someone who likes the music, which brings me to the point of the title of this podcast, because you were like, you want to talk about the music, of course, but also music, Mm -hmm. and then also like more. So I get the idea for the the title being, you know, music and more, because it's not just like a podcast about the band called The Music. It's also a podcast about other music, other musicians, and also, you know, other topics, you know, like... Mm -hmm. Heck, you had a whole video you did just on like touring, which was actually pretty interesting. And it yeah. wasn't specific to the music, but it was pretty cool to just get an understanding. Like I've never been in the back of a tour bus. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not a pretty girl, so I don't <laughs> get I don't find my way back into the tour buses. You know, in in general, uh, but uh, you know, don't usually get those invites. But anyway, you know. <laughs> Uh, you know, and I've never been a friend of a, of a, of a musician, so I've never seen the back of a tour bus. So, uh, you know, it's kind of cool to hear about the, the, the setup, the layout. And, and you, you said the thing, uh, you guys were bus surfing. Like I never even heard of that. It's insane. So, <laughs> but, so that's fascinating and that's pretty cool to, to get that insight. So, mm-hmm. you know, for sure. I think it's, 
yeah, there's definitely a need for a podcast to talk about all these things. And I'm glad that you're, uh, you're going to do this. I think it's going to be pretty interesting. Yeah, I mean, definitely in terms of the, the interest in... I mean, there seems to be quite a big interest from people from the outside looking in of what goes on you know, in a band or whatever, or when you're touring or what the inside of a tour bus looks like. Because as I said in the video, you know, when we were 18 and getting on the the big double-decker proper tour buses, it was really exciting. But that novelty wears off as, yeah, yeah, the more you do it, the more you realise that, hey, this is your home while you're on the road. You know what I mean? You can treat it like, you know, like someone else has got to clean it up if you want. But at the end of the day, it's your home. And after months and months and years and years of touring, it, you know, it's a safe haven is, is the bus. It's somewhere you can go and get away from everything. So, I mean, people are different, but the point being anyway, that yeah, lots of people seem interested in that. What what happens backstage oh, yeah. and what it's what it's like on a tour bus. And the principal thing to say is it's it's whatever you make it. You know what I mean? It, it's yeah. it's the same as in every business. I don't know what happens in the canteen of a Barclays office. Do you know what I mean? And I'd find that interesting. It's it's oh, yeah. it's a room. It's people in it, and that's it. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's whatever situation they create. So whatever goes on a tour bus is like I say. You know, it's just what would go on anywhere else. It's just that you sat in a, in a tour bus. But I think that's the thing that people find interesting more than anything. It's not necessarily what goes on in inverted commas, which is just living. It's more how these things look inside and how they're laid out and, you know, how the, bun- oh, yeah. how the bunks work. Because that, that is one of the coolest things about a tour bus for me. Some people don't like it. I do. I absolutely love it, sleeping in the bunks. And as I explained in the video, some are bigger than others. Some are tighter. But um, you just get rocked to sleep, effectively. And, you, you know, you, nice, thick acoustic curtains that you just draw across. And, again, that's, a, that's somewhere where you can get away from the bus, you know. You get on the bus to get away from the world, and then you can get in your bunk to get away from the bus, which you do need to do sometimes. Because if you imagine living with, well, you know, four band, and then you've got four or five crew, it depends what you're doing, where you are. But you're living on a not very big space. You're coexisting with quite a few other people, so it becomes important to to be able to get away from that. So you've got your bunk, and then, like I say, you have day rooms and stuff. But these are all yeah. sorts of things we can talk more about um, in the future. Do you know what I mean? It's Oh, yeah. Yeah, I actually think that's interesting. I also think another cool thing is, you know, we, t- we talked about the possibility of doing segments of different things like some of the songs, you know, like I could I could spend 15 minutes talking about various songs, <laughs> you know, like just so many little questions. You know, it's cool to have that, you know, that sort of backstage understanding of like what was going on when you guys recorded that, you know, mm-hmm. like stupid things like at the end of the song um, guide, you know, on, on the Welcome to the North. At the very end, there's like somebody saying something and I don't you know and I always like I I, I can't tell you how many times I paused it and rewinded it and, and mm. played it really loud and it sounds like somebody saying something like ah oh, we can leave that part or, or we can do it sounded like some sort of production note mm-hmm. and I always wondered was that intentionally left in uh who is that because it sounds like a an American I don't know I don't I don't know what that is and I've always wanted to uh, do little things like that like listen to some of the songs and, and break them down and of course we don't have to discuss that one now but just in general like little questions like that like oh yeah. why would this done this way how did you do that how did you mm-hmm. come up with these different sounds and mm-hmm. you know those yeah. things are fascinating to me yeah without doubt that's that's certainly something we can talk about and um you know as pete says what what we actually plan to do is we'll effectively break down each song from each album and uh, like pete says talk about how we created them how we came up with them you know how how they were born so to speak so that's going to be really interesting um and 
and like say the process of actually recording them in the studio and all those little things that you're talking about the little extra bits and i'll tell you that is a fascinating part of recording is you never know what mics have been left on i mean we i've done a take before and i've sat there going you know this like you say pete you're listening because one thing about me is my the way my hearing works it's a little bit different to everyone else's although it seems to be um yeah i can hear stuff that other people can't not wanting to sound strange you know but i just simply can i've been sat in enough rooms and gone what's that noise and had enough people go (laughs) there ain't no noise and me go you hear voices there is a noise (laughs) and then i'll have to get up and go to the desk and start muting channels and then i'll be like there it is on that hi-hat channel do you know what i mean and then you're like yeah, like it's the yeah. cleaner. It's the cleaner in the next room. Do you know what I mean? I told you there was something <laughs> on there. So then you have to, you know, but that's when you make a decision. When you're like, yeah. if, you, if, you, if you find a, a, a bit like that, you know, it's just character. All that stuff yeah, is... Absolutely. Exactly. Absolutely. All that stuff is character. And it's all stuff that, you know, people like yourself, fans will listen to and just think, I wonder how that was. You know, it's like very much like um, Depeche Mode, Stripped, the start of that song, the car starting... You know, I was always like, I always, because I love Depeche Mode, I was, I'd, I would always listen to that song and think, I wonder if that's like a, an actual car starting or if it's a synthesizer or something. And what it actually was, was it was, uh, I don't know, I think it was Dave Garns, the singer. I think it was his first Porsche that he bought. He bought a really nice Porsche and he wanted to get that in the track. So he started his, uh, <laughs> started his Porsche up. Do you know what I mean? Things like that, that, because yeah. I can understand what you're saying, Pete, because I have that with, with other bands and other people's music that obviously that I've grown up with and listened to. I'm fascinated by that sort of stuff um, because all sorts of little anomalies can appear that, as I say, give things character. There's, because there's all sorts of different ways of making records and, and recording and all of those different ways of recording will bring forth um, different quirks that can happen. Do you know what I mean? Like, we did a load of bass takes, Stu did a load of bass takes over some drums, basically. And then we did, I think he did that for about two days, doing some solid bass takes over stuff. So we could then drop in and punch in on stuff. And then we realised after the two days that his bass, were, his bass was slightly flat. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then you're like, oh, so it's out of key with everything else. Did he, did he redo it or did we just put some auto-tune on it? I can't remember. But I mean, you'll often get... You'll often get disastrous, well, not disastrous, but you'll often get problems in the recording process that, as I say, create things that just have character and give the record a little oh, yeah. slice of magic, certainly. Um, oh, yeah, I like but that. that's going to be an interesting part, though, and that's, you know, that, that's, that's going to take up a lot of time. And, you know, not only talk about the process of recording the songs, but also talk about the residential situation we were in at the time. Do you know what I mean? In these residential studios, like the first, the second. The third album was slightly different how we did that. But certainly the first and the second, you know, months and months of stuff to talk about there in, in terms of stuff we were doing, fun that we had, and just general situations that happened that people might find interesting if they're, if they're interested in the band, certainly. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So yeah, this is going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Um, and I know, as I mentioned, I'm I'm here for you anytime you guys do these. I'm I'm happy to uh, to co-host and uh, and and to bug you with questions. But I know you talked earlier about doing, you know, having other folks on. You know, I would imagine you're going to have you know other folks from the band, the music on, maybe even other other bands. What what are your thoughts about you know future episodes? Yeah, that's a that's a really good point, and it's something I did want to talk about because, as you say, um, I'd love to get Stu on. I'd love to talk to Stu about his bass influences. Um, 
and you know a lot of other things really and what he's been doing for the past 10 years you know about his family and stuff like that uh, I'd, I'd be really interested to talk to Phil about um, obviously his counselling work and training to be a counsellor and then starting his own business in that regard that's all fascinating to me I find that really interesting and also again how Phil has dealt with the transition from um, obviously being a musician to, to then you know going into counselling and how he, you know how he feels the two word worlds relate things like that and also Rob as well um, Rob's a busy man obviously as as are Phil and Stu uh, but I'd be really interested to talk to Rob about um, you know what he's been doing for the last ten years and his his, his songwriting with other people and then up to his successes now with the the songs he's writing um, for Joel Corey and things like that. All that stuff, really, really interesting. And also, you know, tour stories from the lads, because I've got tour stories, certainly, but one thing about touring is you branch off when you're out and you've, you've got your own stories, like Fuji Festival, every Fuji Festival, all four of us will have different stories because we were all off doing different things. So that's going to be interesting. But also, as well as the other musicians from the music, I'm going to be getting um, Tim Vigan on, our manager, um, who obviously discovered us at, at Bright Young Things. Um, and I'm really interested specifically talking about that night, actually, and about his thoughts on that night. And that, you know, I'd like to get you on that episode as well, Pete. So, oh, yeah. So you can sort of ask Tim questions as well out from a different perspective. But yeah. I think I think that'll be fascinating. And it'll be fascinating for me as well um, to hear Tim's thoughts on that. And yeah, and also... I'm planning on getting other musicians on. Um, to, I'm becoming genuine, generally fascinated by pe- other people's experiences in bands um, at, at every different level, really, to be honest. And also, I mean, obviously, it's something that has affected me. And, you know, I could say it's something that's affected the rest of the other three lads in the band. Uh, you know, um, sort of the mental health side of what being in a band can do to you at, at certain ages um, although age isn't you know the primary thing but it certainly does play, play a role uh, and as I've related it to in other videos um, you know things like becoming a footballer when you're very young and you know actually making it through to you know playing for a first team those sorts of things it's yeah I think it's a fascinating conversation to have because everyone's gonna everyone's gonna have a different outlook on that um, but I think the majority of people who've been in a band, and especially one that's sort of seen a bit of success, I think every one of them would probably admit to, you know, suffering with mental health related things on occasion. But I think that that's a, a really, an interesting thing to talk about and not 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 in, not in a morbid way, more in, in a case of just sharing experiences really, which is from what I've gleaned from looking at other people's podcasts and stuff is really what this is all about. It's, you know, podcasts are about sharing knowledge or experiences or, you know, um, stories really. So, you know, I've got obviously um, Rick McNamara from Embrace, he's agreed to come on um it, one of my best friends and abs- and an amazing musician as well and a brilliant brilliant singer and we'll talk about why he's called the wasp as well on that episode <laughs> um so it's gonna be really fun to talk to rick um he'll he'll have a lot of interesting things to say obviously and he's been in a band a really good band for a long time it's gonna be fascinating to as i say i'd, I'd almost like to to end up interviewing these people uh, i've also spoke, uh, spoken to martin carr from the boo radleys as well um and he's agreed to to do an episode and that would be fascinating for me obviously growing up listening to the boo radleys um especially the album sort of come on kids and stuff like that the songs on there that's gonna be really interesting um 
and again, everyone's going to have their own their own um, view on things, being in the band, and as I say, just stories, things like that. Just I'm going to be as fascinated to hear about that stuff as anyone else. So I I, I, I imagine they'll make some really interesting episodes. I'm actually working on uh, getting a guest for you as well from uh, these guys from a band called uh, Various Artists. Have you ever heard of them? Uh, no, I haven't. No, Various Artists. Yeah, no. Peep Show. That was the, come on. That was a Peep Show reference. Oh, you <laughs> f- her. You f- her, yeah. Yeah, man. Let's that, get on Jeremy and. Uh, I, I, you know bands. what? Because you are American, <laughs> I did not expect that from you. That was almost like that. <laughs> Honestly, if, if you if, if you'd have said that in an English accent, I think I might have picked up on what you were saying. But I were like, "Where is that? It's what?" <laughs> oh, that's funny. So again, um, talking about um, directions, this is going to take uh, another thing that I'm really interested to do is to kind of document the process leading up to the reunion show. And obviously, there will be episodes directly about how that show has come about really you know the process obviously the listening part in those sorts of things um that's going to be fascinating to talk about but also i mean you know you've seen on my twitter and obviously the other lads that we've put out the videos of the rehearsals and things so that that's going to be a plan going forward is when we do kickstart the process of properly preparing these shows it will be really interesting to to get some content from that as well, you know, for the podcasts and so for Twitter and YouTube as well, more live videos. Um, but again, that will be interesting to get the other lads on to talk about that process. I mean, you know, people won't be coming on just once, you know, like Rick will be coming on a few times and the other lads can come on. People can come on whenever they want, really. It all depends where this goes ultimately and what it turns into because, you know, it might end up that sometimes it's just literally a chat about stuff that's going on and we might not mention the music once or any other music once. It might just be a full yeah. more episode, but, you know, that, that's absolutely fine because i think anyone that's listened to me on youtube or whatever you know i've got a lot to say about a lot of things so we're never going to struggle for things to talk about it's just where the people are going to want to listen but i do think that leading up to the shows that's going to be really interesting to document that uh, visually and as i say in the podcast talking about those sorts of things um also uh talking about what i'm doing really and you know the direction i'm taking creatively the things i'm doing at the moment that's yeah, uh, yeah. obviously that's going to that's going to play a big part in a lot of episodes and again you know it 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 will depend on how i excite, how excited i am from day to day because that's generally will dictate what i end up talking about but you know if i've if i'm off the back of writing a, a song that i'm really excited about you know i'll be talking about those things a lot you know the sort of things i'm doing in my studio the sort of the sort of music i'm making and generally my ideas going forward in terms of people who i'm going to work with records i plan to make uh you know what about what about live performances <laughs> In terms of me, anyone, you, whoever comes in, maybe you know, leading up to the the big concert coming uh, in May, maybe doing little little teasers. I don't know. There's a lot of different, th- or even just you doing some of the new stuff you've been working on. There's so many options to do some live performances that oh, I think would be pretty on, cool on the podcast. Heck yeah! Is that Why what not? you say, is that what you're saying? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. Just, I'm try, just trying to understand what you mean. I didn't. I just didn't know if you meant. Um, you know, if I'm going to be going out and doing any live performances anytime soon. Oh, no, soon. no, no. Like live performances, like, hey, Adam, pick up the guitar. Or if somebody comes in yeah, yeah. and you guys jam on something, oh, yeah, I think that'd be a- pretty interesting. Absolutely. That, I mean, yeah, that's a brilliant idea. That's a whole that's a whole other direction in itself. Do you know what I mean? You could turn it into sort of, um, you know, like a live lounge 
sort of thing, just to strip yeah. down. That's a very good idea. You know, I've got everything I need in here. Um, piano, keyboards, guitars. So the, I, I didn't think about that, Pete. That, that's actually quite a good idea. Um, I, t- I take full credit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, well, you can have the credit for that. That's fine. But, you know, these are, this is another reason why I'm going to appreciate and enjoy having you on because it, it's someone to bounce ideas off. Um, and, you you know, it's just, it's better to share stuff, isn't it? That's how I feel anyway. You know, it's yeah. one thing listening to me ramble on for an hour plus, but if there's someone on to to keep me under control, so to speak, and not let me sit here for five minutes going, what was I just saying? Because uh, <laughs> those sorts of things will happen. You know, I'm hoping Pete can generally try and keep me on, um, keep me on track and keep me on point. Because I, I've said this to Pete, when I try and make a wider point, I can get lost in trying to give it a wider context. And when that happens, I actually end up diluting the point I were trying to make and moving on to a totally different point. Now, that is an organic thing in itself, and it would appear anyway, from certainly from comments, that people people tend to find that sort of thing interesting. So I'm not too worried about <laughs> it. But, you know, there's, there's times where I've watched something back and gone, ah, that's the point I wanted to make. And if I had actually followed it through it would have made a much better point than the wishy-washy few points that I made. Do you know what I mean? But Yeah. But, well, you know, but the other uh, perspective, if you will, is that I would, I would equate it to, you know, a new band that's using auto-tune and that's getting everything and having this clean recording of something versus, you know, a, a, a natural live recording of something that has those little nuances. Mm. And uh, in my opinion, there's gold in them, our hills, man. That stuff, <laughs> when you have those little... <clears throat> You know, those little offbeat conversations, those thoughts, those like the one when you did when you were looking through uh, some pictures mm. and you like discovered that big that picture of you on stage. And, oh, and yeah. you, like you're like, it, it was kind of cool to be part of that, you know, to yeah. see you seeing that. that. That's not something that you would plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, yeah. So, yeah, I would say that some of those, uh, you know, those rants and those, yeah. you know, those offbeat comments are actually you know, that authenticity is actually pretty valuable. So I, yeah. wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't try to get rid of all those. No, no, <laughs> certainly. And that's something I don't want to do too much i don't want to make this too formal do you know what i mean i I always want it to retain um well i'm not being funny it's going to be driven by me and it's going to be driven by what i want it to be do you know what i mean so um i think from what people have said the way i talk about things and that authenticity is what makes me listenable um so that's not me having opinions about myself this is simply what other people have told me and why they said you should do a podcast is because the way you talk about things is engaging and people will want to listen so you know i'm not going to get wrapped up in too many tight sections or anything like that and everything has to be this length or anything like that because like like you say pete the the real content is in those moments because that, that you know i genuinely forgot about that picture and the funny thing is as well is i'd genuinely forgotten about the person who took it which was quite significant as well and Mm. you know that could be something to talk about in the future but yeah upon me discovering that photograph um i mean once i saw it i instantly remembered it at the back of my mind but it took me a while to sieve through to think right okay i remember what that is i remember who took it and that then accesses a whole other wider database of memories (laughs) related to that picture do you know what i mean Uh, and that's a good it's a good point because i think that memorabilia video was quite interesting i think did i do too and i've got more boxes to go through um so that's something that you know that again that's something we can do on the podcast as well other you know all those little things but yeah the point being anyway is that i don't want to you know i don't want this to come across too formal or anything like that really um but you know, it's me in there. I don't think there's a doubt. I don't think there's a risk of that. <laughs> <laughs>
Well, yeah, I mean, like we've like I said, as with the YouTube channel, as with Twitter, uh, Instagram to a point. Oh God, that's another conversation. Instagram and Facebook, <laughs> <laughs> Instagram and Facebook to a point. All these things are they were initially well, obviously initially. I had Twitter out of necessity if I wanted to take part in the listening party. And it did cross my mind not to take part in the listening party, I have to say. It did cross my wow. mind. It was a case of that might be a bit too much for me, sort of memories and stuff, because a lot of this were locked away. And it, that is, again, something that we'll talk about a lot more because it's a big part of what I am now, I suppose. Um, but yeah, the point is that these are now just vessels for me to express myself. You know, the podcast, the Twitter, my Twitter feed or whatever you call it, uh, YouTube channel, those sorts of things. It's all about me sort of interacting with you a lot, really. And it would be good even to, you know, at times to get up. I've got a calling function on all this gear, do you know what I mean? We can have other people ring in, you know, other sort of fans who have got questions. I think that could be a really interesting thing as well, you know, like oh, yeah. a calling section. Um, you know, that could be funny because I could end up getting loads of abuse, do you know? <laughs> it could just be someone <laughs> ringing up to slate me, you never know. Which I tell you what, could be interesting. That's content. In, in fact, if anyone wants to ring me up and insult me, <laughs> <laughs> based on certain things and that is content we can work that in um yeah. but yeah um it, it's just going to be well also i think well twitter's really twitter's interesting really because it, that started off obviously well i mean i don't want to talk about too much about that now but it became a useful way of sharing memorabilia with people because that that's yeah, that's, that's ultimately what the point of twitter was um well still is um was to to share in the love of the music that I didn't really realise existed. So when I became aware that there was still a, a, a lot of love for, for, for our band, it became an addiction for me to interact with the people who shared that love, really. Because as I'll talk about in later episodes, there was 10 years where I anything but had love for it. Do you know what I mean? It caused me immense pain and stress. Um, but once I realised that there was this this great outpouring of sort of appreciation from people when that listening party was announced you know as i said in the videos it was it was astounding and as i just said it became very addictive and enjoyable to to interact on twitter with people that's why i found it confusing when you know some people were surprised that i was talking to them or replying to them and things like that you oh, know yeah. that's that's the thing i wanted to get across and I think I actually got quite emotional in one video about it trying to make that point because I found it so difficult to accept was that anyone could see me as anything other than a gardener. Do you know what I mean? And I know other people are going to be like, well, that's ridiculous. But look, I forgot. Do you know what I mean? I forgot. So I expected that other people had forgotten as well that it was anything yeah. but that. But um, yeah, you know, I don't want this first episode to descend too much into that. Although it is incredibly important stuff, all that. Um, you know, sort of how I did feel about things versus how I feel now, having had the benefit of seeing how many people actually love, you know, the music we created. Um, I know for a fact that's touched every single one of us, all four of us have been blown away by just the level of appreciation that we've been met with. And, you know, that's something that, uh, that's something that I'll never forget. You know, I will never forget the birth of the music and the years that led to it becoming what it was. I'll also never forget the process that's led to this effective rebirth, if you know what I mean. You know, it, it's it's important to me at a level that's indescribable right now. But over the course of, you know, these podcasts and whatever more YouTube videos, you know, hopefully it'll become apparent. 
just how much it means to me really to to be in a position to be talking to anyone like this you know i've thought i've often thought about starting a youtube channel do you know what i mean and i've often thought well you know if i got like 10 people 10 subscribers or something you know <laughs> i don't know I like it. I like interacting with people. Do you know what I mean? I, I lock myself away. I, you know, I yeah. shut off corners of my mind for over a decade and just other people's appreciation of us. And certainly me as well, because it's one thing for people to appreciate the music, but as a wider point, you know, I had no idea that anyone remembered me as a guitarist. And again, I've talked, oh I've talked about that in video. <laughs> I've talked about that in videos. You know, I had no idea that anyone held me in any kind of regard, let alone remembered me. Do you know what I mean? Wow. That anyone held me in any kind of regard that would turn around and say, you're the reason I picked up a guitar. Would turn around and, you know, say how much, you know, it's changed the lives and stuff like that. I don't know. I wasn't aware of any of that. Yeah. You know, for, for, for various reasons. But anyway, um, obviously I'm aware of it now and it's you know it's really exciting to be to to still be sharing memories with people and that's what this is now you know it was a, a great rush on twitter uh, replying to everyone's comments and trying my best to tell stories in the short character count but then obviously going onto youtube and then developing it into this you know that is an organic process in itself and that's kind of representative of where where i want this to go where i want the future music I'm making to go. Do you know what I mean? It, it's all going to be an organic process, as was the, the initial birth of the music. That was one of the most organic processes you will ever see in your life. You know, it wasn't a case of someone putting together something. You know, we grew up together and it just happened. And that's one of the hardest... That you, you can't recreate that. That doesn't grow anywhere. You can't buy it anywhere. Do you know what I mean? You can't synthesize. No you yeah. can't synthesize it. It's not something you can synthetically replicate to try and have the same effect. You know, it's uh, it's the most organic thing in the world, and you know, also one of the most humbling, I suppose, to be a part of. Um, you know, because it's been muted a few times to me and to us of how crazy that you guys live within you know a stone's throw of each other. You know, these four separate musicians that were were able to to think on a well, to think on the same plane of his ex existence, if you will. Do you know what I mean? Because that, mm -hmm. it wasn't just a case, because we weren't interested in the same music. We you know we had different tastes in music, but, you know, as I've said in the previous videos, our first jamming sessions and practices just were amazing. And that's the, that's the chemistry. Um, well, you know, and that's the chemistry that led to me, I think, getting upset in that uh, first History One video was broaching that very subject broaching the sort of potency of that magic if you know what i mean um mm -hmm. and how rare that is yeah and i think it's kind of evident in the music itself because it's like one of the things that's really interesting about the music is it's not really what would you label it it's not just rock like there's you know there's such a cool vibe to to the music and i think that there's you can almost tell that there's multiple influence. I mean, Stu's bass is insane. And and like your guitar obviously is, we can talk for days just on how much I love the guitar from the music. Rob has this unique voice, but he's also got this funk sway about him. Mm -hmm. and, and Phil's got like massive, you know, all together, like it just makes this, this sound together. So yeah, the fact that you guys came together with different tastes in music, different styles, but came together and created some, some really, really powerful content. Like mm -hmm. it's, yeah, it's... Uh, 
it's pretty fascinating. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm all the way in North Carolina, in, Nor- in, in the U.S. I'm on the other side of the world. When I heard it, I was just, just blown away. Mm-hmm. And I swore before you ever got back on YouTube that if the music ever raised their heads again, I was going to buy a ticket and come to the first show they yeah. play in. And that's definitely what I intend to do. So I'm looking yeah. forward to this, uh, this journey. Yeah, man. And, you know, that, and your infectious enthusiasm for the songs is also what, sort of got me, do you know what I mean? Especially when we had our first conversations and you were referencing things and I was like, clearly, clearly, clearly he's a fan. Do you know what I mean? He's not just paying me lip service here. He clearly, <laughs> he clearly knows the songs. He knows the, the intricacies of different things. So that was one thing that sort of made me, you know, think, well, this, this, this would be a great person to have on the podcast because it's someone that will permanently have um, that level of enthusiasm that a proper fan of a band will bring, really. And I think it's, I think it's an interesting concept anyway. Because, you know, you know, we don't know each other outside of you know this organic friendship that we've sort of started. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, for, yeah. and like you said to. For you to have been a fan of the band and then be talking to me and then end up doing the podcast with me, I know that it's something that you're excited about yourself. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm really, I'm really looking forward to it, really. And something like this, you only get what you put in. And obviously, I plan to, you know, while I don't want this to be formal, I am taking it incredibly seriously, and I'm thinking about content and stuff. And it's just, a, I'm, it's just a case of me finding the right balance between um, writing music, which I'm, obviously is my obsession now. It's what I'm doing. Um, so it will just be simply be a case of um, finding a balance between writing music and making these podcasts and, and working out how the frequency of output of the podcast as well, because I want I want the podcast to stay as um, consistent as possible. I mean, obviously, um, you know, nothing ever runs to plan, but largely I'd like it to stay consistent and keep putting out content while ever people are wanting to listen, do you know what I mean? But as I've said before, if I've got something to say, I'll put it out anyway, even if two or three people listen to it, that's fine. Yeah, for sure. It'll be more than that, but uh, I, I get your point, yeah. And from a logistical standpoint, we're going to try and put all the episodes on musicandmorepodcast.com, so uh, we'll definitely have links for that. I'm sure Adam will be sharing those on Twitter. Uh, so, you know, for those that are wanting to subscribe, I'm sure you'll you'll figure out where to get to it. Yeah, that that's something I'll make clear to everyone. I've had quite a few um, emails, texts, and WhatsApp messages saying, look, how do we access this podcast? And the trouble was, I don't know. I don't know about this stuff. It's this man here that's <laughs> helping me, Pete. Pete knows about all this sort of stuff. Um, so yeah, when um, well, I suppose this is useless information to you, really, because you you'll know about it. But yeah, I'll, I'll obviously be putting everything out on Twitter and uh, making it clear to people how to access this and how to view future episodes. I mean, everything I'll be referencing on Twitter and uh, Instagram when the new episodes are out. And as Pete says, they'll go on the website or wherever they go. But that will all become clear. Um, so yeah, I mean. I think in terms of this first episode, we were really make wanting to make it clear what to expect, really, or certainly what what we think you should be expecting from what we're planning now. But this, as I say, it will be a rolling thing. It will develop as we do it. It will, um, well, yeah, it's going to be an organic process and nothing set in stone. But we've got a lot of great ideas. And as I say, if, if you ask me a question that I find interesting, you'll struggle to shut me up. So we should have plenty of stuff to talk about. And... Um, yeah, that's that's another thing actually, and that's something I'd be interested to hear other people's thoughts on. Um, obviously, when they hear this, but he's a length of episode as well. I think it's a little bit of an area of controversy for me and Pete, really, because Pete wants it 
an hour or under. Yeah, you don't, you know, sometimes, um, you know, we might have to go for an hour <laughs> and a half, two hours, you know, it depends. But, you know, that's, um, I'm interested to know what people think about that because, uh, you know, generally I'll do what I want anyway, but I don't want to bore anyone. But, uh, you know, we, we'll, be, we'll tell when the content's working, when the content's not working. You know, we won't generally need to be told. But yeah, I don't want this first episode to go too long or to go into too much depth about any one thing other than, like I say, making it clear um what to expect what we're going to be talking about and how to listen to this thing anyway which you know i know if i was trying to listen to this i'd be i want you know i'd be struggling because i don't know about any of this stuff but anyway (laughs) um right okay so as we've said this is this is the first episode and um there'll be a lot more to come uh, I don't really know how to end this in any professional way, so I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to say thank you very much for listening, and uh, I hope you listen to all the, the, you know, the future episodes. Thank you very much. <laughs>